Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, I love you all so much and I hope that today's message encourages you. Be sure and like and subscribe if you are tuning in on YouTube. Comment down below what you learned in today's message and what other topics you'd like to hear talked about moving forward. And if you're tuning in via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, review. We love reading your reviews and it actually helps us as we prepare for messages to come. And make sure to turn on your push notifications so that you can know when other episodes come out as we have new episodes every single Wednesday. Guys, I love y'all and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey there, Emma Mae McDaniel here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up, what's up, incredible and loved and valued people? I say that almost every single episode at the beginning, but I don't want it to sound... um, just so repetitive and it allows you to grow numb to the reality and the power of those words because you are so loved, you are so valued, you are so significant and on purpose. And I pray that that sinks richly into your bones today and you take it to heart because it's what God says of you. Y'all, thank you for coming on to the Have You Heard podcast. I am your host, Emma Mae McDaniel, and we have somebody on the podcast today who I have looked up to for an incredibly long time. And in God's grace and kindness and fun. She is now becoming a dear sister friend of mine and we are going to be talking about relationships and motherhood and all the things that those consist of with the one and only Lainey now Pickens. So (laughs) y'all will just buckle up and get ready. This is about to be super duper sweet. So grab your headphones and let's get into the word. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I am so <laughs> excited to be on your podcast. It's funny you say you looked up to me because I feel like I've been like looking up to you and watching you forever now. The first time I saw you, I didn't see this yet. Yeah, the first time I saw you, you were doing a video um, with Sadie actually. And you were literally just like reciting scripture. And I've never forgotten that. I was like, see? knows more scripture than anyone I've ever known. It was amazing. So That's wild. Oh, that was, I remember that. I was like 15 years old or so. And yes. me and Sadie were in like a, a yogurt shop or something. And she was asking me all of these questions about like, the Kardashians and like the today shows and trends. And I had not a clue in the world of what she was talking about. But then she was like, yes. what does Psalm 1 say? Yes. And I was like, yes. well, and you knew, I can tell like, you. Quickly, yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, we've got to go home and record this. Yes. <laughs> it's so That's funny. Awesome. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, that is really, really cool. Is it crazy hearing Pickens 
is your last name it is actually it was funny because like we've kind of kept a lot of like ministry things under Lainey Renee so yeah. like I don't feel like I get introduced that often as Lainey Pickens <laughs> so I actually love that I'm oh, glad you said good. that <laughs> like that's <laughs> so who sweet. I really am honestly <laughs> oh and speaking of Pickens okay so if y'all don't know Lainey and her husband Clayton are incredible I don't know if I've ever told you this personally but I think Clayton is so gentle and kind like you know how certain words come up whenever you initially meet someone just the first impression his first impressions were just he was so gentle and kind and you knew that what he was saying to you he meant it like sincerely I love y'all that is so cool that you say that it's funny when I um that you say he was gentle and kind because I remember whenever I was praying like for my husband, I always remember praying that he would be gentle and that he would be kind. Nuh-uh. And yes. Wow. So that's cool that you say that. I always just say like, nice is like one thing, but God, like, I feel like my husband's going to be kind. Like there's something about just like when you meet somebody, you can see it in their eyes. And yeah. Clayton definitely is very, very kind. So I can't oh. wait to tell him you said that. That's so sweet. But it is very true of him. (laughs) That's so special. Um, I want, because I'm very excited about our conversation today because we're talking about all the seasons of relationships. As you have gone through singleness, you've gone through dating, you've gone through engagement, marriage, and now you're a mama. And each one, I Mm -hmm. like can just know that they helped shape you and draw you closer Mm -hmm. to the heart of the Lord. And just there's Mm -hmm. so much that you probably took out of it and gained wisdom from. So I want to go like go back to the very beginning, (laughs) even before Clayton and how Mm -hmm. was your season of singleness? And I know sometimes Mm -hmm. on Q and A's on Instagram, I will get questions so much, like Mm -hmm. so much about singleness and Mm -hmm how do I wait? And how am I content? And what do I do if I'm like in a season of singleness, but I have this desire to be married one day or like, help Mm -hmm. me, I'm boy crazy. Like all all of these questions that I think I really commend those who ask, because I feel like that's courageous because I think a lot of us wrestle with it, but to ask says a lot of somebody. So can you speak into like different things that you walked through in your season of singleness and how the Lord taught you to be content in him? Yeah. Um, well, when I think back, I feel like once you get married, like the before, like when you're single and you're waiting, the waiting feels so long. I was actually telling a friend that the other day of just like, before I met Clayton, it felt like I was single forever. And then all of a sudden you meet your husband and then you have a baby. And like that time of your life feels like so short when you look Mm -hmm. back at it. Um, But thinking back, like I kind of see it as two parts. Um, Mm -hmm. There was about four years of my life where I was in a relationship that honestly I just didn't have peace in at all. And um, I had peace for about the first two years. And then I think I felt like it went on about two years longer than it should. And um, it just wasn't healthy. It wasn't life-giving. Um, yeah. And bottom line is I really just didn't have peace. I didn't I didn't have peace. And um, I always think about the scripture, it's Proverbs 3.17. And it says, her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. And um, after yeah, that, that four years of like being in this, really just like wrestling. Like I really just wrestled with like, 
where I was at, the relationship I was in, trying to create peace um, and realizing that I couldn't create it. Um, but after those four years, I was on the road. I was back at dancing and um, living a dream in a lot of ways. But on the inside, I knew like I just wasn't I wasn't at rest. I was very much just didn't really know who I was, didn't know who God was, honestly. Um, and in that, didn't know who I was. Uh, but I remember one day going home and I just moved to Nashville and I'm sitting on my bed at my apartment. And I remember just being like, God, like, what is happening? What, like, what is my life right now? And um, I had just felt like God had just said, like, let go, like, just let go of everything, like the relationship, um, the job, just everything that I really found my identity in that wasn't him. And um, I quit everything pretty much. And I just remember sitting there like going like, what is, what am I doing? And um, I felt like God took me back to when I was a little girl and showed me, um, we have this video of me when I was like three or four years old and I walk in and I pick up this like little play karaoke mic and I look to the right and I look to the left and I say, I love, and then I look thinner and I say, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was just reminding me that I was a daughter, that I was his. And um, that really changed the, what I would call my single season. Um, wow. Yes, I was in a relationship for those four years, but like I wasn't married. I wasn't, you know, in a lifelong yeah. commitment to somebody. So I still consider that single season. Mm -hmm. um, then the next two years, God just really began to show me who he is and who he was in my life and where he was in those four years. And, um, and that just changed the next two years of being single. And I would say like, when I look back, I have like, <laughs> this sounds funny, but when I look at those years, I'm like, I have no like regret in the sense of, I felt like God showed me what it was to embrace it, like embrace the season. Mm -hmm. And I was surrounded by people who were in the same season, but also just like looking for Jesus in it. And we yeah. celebrated. And um, so that good. changed, that changed being single. I was able to go, okay, this is like a celebration because I know that he's coming. And mm -hmm. um so, yeah, I know that was kind of a lot, but I hope that makes sense. <laughs> no, that makes so much sense. I love how you emphasize the importance of seeking peace and pursuing it. That's, that's such a great indicator of whether or not you're where you're supposed to yeah. be. Not saying that everything yeah. may feel the best. Things may be hard. Things may be confusing. Yeah. Things may be like, yeah. like unexpected. But that yeah. deep peace that is the presence of the Lord, I love that you emphasize that. Yeah that and also just re-anchoring your like your focus on the fact that your identity was in the Lord and letting your decisions and your relationships and your just yeah. your focus all of those things on that and that alone and that you like yeah. surrounded yourself with people who loved God and loved you and celebrated mm -hmm. well those yeah. are just I feel like those are just solid pillars <laughs> for people to take to heart in in yeah. any season honestly but I feel like that's just what a great way like I feel like celebration is partnered with contentment yeah mm -hmm. yeah and I also feel like a lot of times 
people ask like, how do you make good friends? And like, I feel like friends are hard. It's like hard to go and make, it feels hard to go make good friends. Um, but I remember like most of my life, I really felt like I struggled to, to find those good friends that like, I had like one best friend, but I never really had like a group of community. Mm-hmm. And um, I do feel like God is so faithful to give you those friends when you just yes. ask. Like that was the first time in that season of kind of like, okay, I'm quitting everything that I know. I let go, you know, and then it was like literally the floodgates opened of just his wow. goodness and his faithfulness. And I remember asking God for friends that and would stick by my side, even when I'm not my best version of myself, you know, and, and he did like, I cannot imagine better friends than the friends that he gave me. That doesn't mean they're perfect, but I'm not perfect. And that's what the beauty of friendship is, is you get to remind each other that he's perfect and he's good and he's faithful. So, and I just kind of want to touch on that because I do feel like friendship is such a gift but it's also like sometimes it can feel hard to find community and God is faithful to give it to us so he is so faithful that's so that's Mm -hmm. so true that's so true and I love how you I love how you prayed about it like Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes we I know for me I can sometimes think about something a whole bunch and then think about it like a whole bunch more and I look up like two weeks later and I'm like God, like I've thought about you a lot and I've thought about this situation a lot, yeah. but I don't think I've brought this situation to you at all. Yeah. And yeah. even in regard to friendship, like God, you see that desire on my heart. And mm-hmm. so why would we not go to the Lord with that? And I love that you said though, that like the Lord is so faithful. Don't grow discouraged of whether or not he's faithful if that season has not arrived yet because he yeah. hears yeah. That's just encouraging. Yeah. That's so good. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... I love the holidays as I'm sure that y'all do too. And one of my favorite things about the holidays is yes, you get to receive a lot of fun things, but I love even more so the beauty of giving. And I have an incredible opportunity for y'all to give that I believe will be world changing. I've gotten to partner with Compassion International, which is a nonprofit organization that has partnered with local churches for the purpose of relieving kids all over the world out of poverty. Y'all, this is an incredible opportunity that we have to sponsor kids and help them not only have food and get an education and have clothing, but also have the opportunity to hear the gospel and help them grow and develop to be all of who God has called them to be. If you go to the link below, which is compassion.com slash Emma, you can see pictures of tons of different kids that out of these groups of kids that desperately need our help, you can choose a child. Therefore, you know what they look like. And not only are you helping them by all of those means across the world, but you're also able to personally invest into their lives and stay in touch to them via letters where you can encourage them and build them up and know that there's somebody across the world who's thinking of them, praying for them, and they care about them. This is an incredible 
incredible opportunity that, like I said, I believe will be world changing. So guys, the link is below compassion.com slash Emma, and you can donate today just $38 a month. That's all. I love you. This is like one of the most fun stories and I feel like it's a thread in yours and Sadie's friendship because you like this, those two years were coming to a close as you met Clayton, but can you tell us how you met Clayton and when you met Clayton in relation to when Sadie met Christian? Because it's pretty fantastic. (laughs) It is crazy. So it's really cool though, because um, we don't, I feel like a lot of people don't know this part. They know that, well, I'll, I'll get into it, but um, <laughs> my my dad told me because Sadie and I were so close, literally like did absolutely everything together for that time of living together. Um, he was like, you guys better pray that you meet your husbands at the same time because one of you is going to be like <laughs> really sad if one of you meets your husband and like, you know, just because we spent all of our time together. Yeah. And, um, so we started praying that we would meet our husband at the same time. What we didn't know is that it was literally going to be like, <laughs> at the same time, which is kind of crazy. Um, so Christian and Sadie's first date, um, was the night that I met Clayton and it's actually kind of funny thinking back because I remember like my friends wouldn't have known this but like I was like happy and stuff but on the inside I remember like just having a little bit of like gosh like you're so happy for your friend but you can't do you have that for me you know like Mm. I think we've all felt that way before of like it's such excitement and you're like you prayed for this together but um, I remember that night being like, he, where is he? Like, where is he at? You know, and um, little did I know he was there. He was right there. Um, at the and concert. So, yes, at the concert. So this is like so not my personality. So I always feel a little funny telling the story. I've never done this before until this moment. So it shows the sweetness of Jesus. But I remember we were like outside and people were just like talking and stuff. Music was playing like in the background. And I walk out in the center of this room and I like turn to like two of my other best friends. And I was like, let's just like check out my options. You know, I never have said that in my life. Okay. I just start like scoping the room. A little like backstory. I had been praying that like I would see my husband before he saw me because I, for some reason, like I wanted to like notice him first. I don't, that was just a, a, a little desire I had. And so literally start scoping the room and Clayton walks by and I was like, Oh, he's cute. (laughs) Like, just like that. Like that was it. But my best friend's mom, well, Sadie's mom heard me say that and made it her mission the rest of the night to like find out his name (laughs) and everything, got his name. And then the rest of the night we were like, Ooh, where's he at? But, um, he ended up, uh, so we connected over Instagram and then he asked me on a date. He actually posted one of my songs and it was a worship song. So I thought, hmm, he's got to have a Jesus, Jesus bone in his body. Yes. So that's a good sign. And, um, and then oh. he asked me on a date and then I found out he was a Jesus guy. And yeah, he's gentle and kind. As he's you gentle said. and kind. And <laughs> you saw him first. Yes. 
Yes. Wow. I don't know why that was like important to me, but it was just like something so simple that I just cared about. I don't know. <laughs> and the Lord saw it. Yeah, He's he like, did. I I see that. I don't look past those little things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there was like so many things like that. Like it's so fun to think back to just like our dating season and stuff. Like I look back with such just like gratefulness, but also just like amazement because there were so many times where I just felt like, um, because of the relationships that I had been in, in the past and really just like had a lack of peace. I felt like I just, I also learned a lot and Mm. kind of just what God did have for me through just experiencing what wasn't his very best for me. Um, and there were so many things to our relationship that I just, remember like I would have a thought and like not even not even like pray you know it wasn't like an intentional like okay I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna pray about this but my mom always talks about just like the whispers of our heart you know Mm -hmm. and I think it was just like one of those like this is a whisper like he hears every desire and cry and um and every whisper of our heart and there were so many things that like I would have those little moments and then literally the next day Clayton would bring it up and I didn't even have to say anything whether it was like something we needed to talk about or it was just like something really good to celebrate and I didn't know how to bring it up or I just always felt like God was so in the midst of it and showing each of us like like speaking to each of us for each other you know he was yeah. we talked we talk about like having God in the middle of your relationship but like I literally felt like I got to experience him in the middle like he was like yeah. our you know our what's the word when you're like um like our translator you know he was I love like that he was right in the that. middle so yeah <laughs> that's so good so out of just getting to grow in your walk with the Lord and just taste and see his goodness as you got to date Clayton. What, yeah. what are some of the things that you, just a couple of things that you learned and advice that you would give to those who are in a dating relationship? Yeah. Um, I think through dating, like I would just say, talk about stuff. I think I, I so found agree. myself <laughs> I found myself in situations before because I wasn't honest with the person. And, um, and I think that's where I got myself in a four year relationship Mm -hmm. that ended up not leading to marriage because it was hard to build a true foundation. Um, yeah. I always think about um, whenever we did like our premarital counseling, our counselor said, use the scripture by wisdom, a house is built and by understanding it is established. And um, you can like have a lot of wisdom, you know, but if there's no like understanding, it's really hard to establish something, you know? And I felt like, I felt like we even both craved wisdom, but um there was an understanding. And so we kept crumbling, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think just being honest, being real. And, um, and I think that leaves room for just for both of you to just have freedom to follow where you have peace. 
yeah. comes back to peace. Um, and for, I experienced as like kind of that guide, but you know, I, I, I look back and that's the thing I would have told myself is you can trust your peace. Like God mm-hmm. so leads by peace. And uh, something you said earlier also made me think of, um, my mom has always told me like something can look so perfect from the outside and and just not be good like not be yeah. right on the inside and um and not be like what God has for you but something can also look so messed up on the outside <laughs> but somehow be so beautiful on the inside because that's what God does like sometimes it's just like we just have to listen you know and mm-hmm. God leads so clearly by peace so I think just listen to your peace and let his spirit guide you because it's the perfect guide. That's so good. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of, it honestly makes me think of Christmas because yeah. <laughs> I promise it's going somewhere, but it makes me think of Christmas. I love because, Christmas. That's perfect. Uh, me too. Because the, like, the way that Jesus came, of course it was how every prophecy was foretelling, but the way that Jesus came in the form of a baby, like in a manger where animals ate their food, like in a, some people say, some commentaries say like stable, others say like a hill, like a cave Mm -hmm. within a hill, like, I mean, could not have been more lowly, could not have been less king-like. Yes. Yes. And it was exactly yes. what God wanted. It was exactly yes. what he had foretold. It yep. was the Prince of Peace. And yep. I feel like, I yeah. know, oh, that's just so good. Because it's that's like, sometimes so it just doesn't look yes. like what you thought it would look yep. like, but it, it's exactly. exactly how it's supposed to be. That is what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's yes. really good. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and Mm -hmm. I so, I can so relate to that, that like, Mm -hmm. I truly believe, I love that verse. I've never heard that verse like explained in that way that you have to have the understanding for establishment in order for the house of wisdom to be built because I've seen that just in mine and Josh's relationship that we, Mm -hmm. like one of our main core things throughout our relationship from the get go was communicate. Like Mm -hmm. Let's talk things out. Let's be honest. And of course, that was a process. Yeah. And I think a lot of sanctification came out of that because a mm-hmm. lot of like fears of like, oh no, like he's seeing me not happy. Like, oh no, yeah. like he's seeing yeah. me not have my stuff together. Like, yes. oh no, how do I navigate yes. this? Because this does not look put together. But we like stuck it out. Yeah. And now, like, I truly believe it did set such an established foundation to where. Our marriage yeah. is now such a safe place and like such yeah. trust is cultivated and vulnerability is a mm-hmm. norm. And I don't think that yeah. that just happens overnight. And so I just love that you yeah. really like hit that home because I do think that establishing a foundation of understanding in that season yeah. of dating, it sets you up yeah. for success in seasons later down the road that you haven't even been in yet. Yeah, yeah. And I also mm-hmm. realized, like, when there's not that, you keep trying to get somewhere and you can never get there. Like, you keep, yeah. it's like your wheels are spinning and you keep trying to, like, go over something or move past it. And you just, 
can't, you know, you keep running into the exact same thing over and over again. And so, yeah, been there, tried that, didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you, Jesus, because he made it all so good now. And he's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Thank you for that for that encouragement. Y'all are absolutely incredible. And I am so thankful that y'all tuned into part one. Yes, this is part one, meaning next week we are going to have the second part of our conversation. It was just so good, so rich that we had to break it up into two parts. So thanks guys for tuning in and stay tuned for next week. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure and give a thumbs up, subscribe, comment down below from this first part, how you were encouraged. Um, and also what topics you'd like to see moving forward, what guests you'd like us to have on, where in scripture you'd like us to study together. And if you are listening in via Apple or Spotify, send this first part over to your people and download, rate, review. We love to read through your reviews. And you can follow us on Instagram at haveyouheard underscore podcast, as well as um, my Instagram is First Corinthians 13 underscore love. Y'all are incredible and I hope that you have the best week. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.